Welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. This is episode number 320. My name is Carlos Alvarez and I'll be your host for the show. Today's guest has never been on the show before. She was a former TV news reporter, anchor, who now works full-time from home doing product review videos on Amazon as part of the influencer program. She also works with brands and businesses as an on-camera talent to create UGC content, super important there, reels, scripted content, and is a live shopping host. Please welcome Deanne Gustafson to the show. Hello, hello. All right. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This topic has like just spread like wildfire. And I think there's a lot of ignorance around it in my, with me and in my group. Um, And you're doing this full time. So like you're the expert in this. Uh, I've, I've checked out your, it also seems like you post more than on just Amazon, which we'll get into in the show but you have some really cool social stuff going on. Um, yeah. So I'd love to just dive into it. How, how did you transition? Like what, what was the motivation in going from TV news anchor to full-time Amazon influencer? Yeah. Well, there was a lot of steps in between that. So it definitely wasn't that to that. Um, I left the TV news industry world in 2008 and actually had like a life-changing story. That's it's a good 10 minute story, but it can be for another podcast where I basically like realized I was desensitized to death and that wasn't who I wanted to be. And the news was super negative, but also the economy went like that in 2008. And it was, it was just like God in the universe saying like, you're done. Um, So there's a whole story for another day, but it's a really good story. And then I moved on to online news after that. And it was more positive and I got to work from home and I loved doing that. And I did more community news and that was fabulous. And I had a dream job in there too, where I used to fly around the country and do stories on amazing people with five hour energy. And that was really, really fun too. And then 2014, um, I met my husband in 2013. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. We were on a trip to Bend where I used to be a news anchor. And he was had a trip that his business took him out there. And we saw kombucha on top everywhere. And I am a really big kombucha drinker. I only drank it in bottles at that time. He had never had it. So I just kept telling him like, hey, there's no kombucha on top in San Diego. We should like look into starting a business. So we did. So I went from news to beverage distributor. So I like 360 my career. And he and I launched that company in 2014 and it still exists today. He's the CEO. He runs it. I do very little with it now. I'm just a little bit of like social media and that type of thing. Um, But I did that for, for many years, but I missed doing videos. Like that's in my blood. I love storytelling, all that. So I got into live selling for a fashion boutique, a local one. And I really enjoyed doing that because it was like all the fun of being live, which I loved as a news reporter, but I'm not covering a homicide. I'm putting on clothing and and bringing joy to people instead of like talking about tragedy. So I wanted to get better at live selling. And I just started Googling like what are other live selling areas? And that's how I found the Amazon influencer program. So I joined really because of Amazon live. And then um, I did a live and I made like 25 cents. And I'm like, this is the biggest waste of my time. (laughs) Like, what is this? I don't even understand it. So I was like, well, don't give up yet. Do another live. So I did another live and I think I made 50 cents. And I thought, okay, Amazon live, whatever. I don't understand it. And so I just kind of tucked it away for about two years. I didn't touch the program. And then January, 2022, I joined a Facebook group for Amazon creators. And um, 
everyone was talking about these shoppable videos. And I'm like, what? just like you, I'm like, what is a shoppable video? What are you talking about? And so I started doing those, the product review videos and instantly money was hitting my account. And I was like, oh, and then I just went hardcore and then started doing it full time. Okay. Okay. This is awesome. I had no idea about the, I guess this is one of the joys of, of hosting a podcast. So there's a whole other show in there um, yeah, about your experiences with, with, with the news and getting desensitized. What kombucha on tap, I saw it. I think you have like a link tree on your Instagram, which we'll link to in the show notes. And one of the, I guess, sub links there says kombucha on tap. That's your brand. Yeah, so we we distribute for all a lot of different brands, like kombucha and cold brew coffee. So it's kegs of it. Um, so we don't actually make anything, but we are the distributors in Southern California. So if if anyone's in the Southern California area and you've seen it on tap, it's probably from our company. That but it's great. Wild. We have it on tap at our house. I mean, we we drink it a lot. No, I recently started drinking kombucha, so I'm trying to like explore it. But that is Good. that is wild. I would have thought San Diego would have been like the first place. You would have thought kombucha on top would have been, but it was behind Oregon. I feel like it's like ahead of all the health trends. So, so that I have the timeline, right? Do you, do you recall the year you went in and you first started Amazon live video before giving so it a two year break? I think it was around like the end of 2020. Okay. And then that's when you're finishing it. And then you give it about a two year break till about 2022. Break. So January, 2022 was when I started actually using it. Okay. So that's when you join the Facebook group for Amazon creators and you mm -hmm. learn about shoppable videos. So mm -hmm. this is where the extent of my knowledge of the Amazon influencer program sort of ends because I've been searching everywhere saying, okay, I know you can do video product reviews, but there's this other thing called shoppable videos. And apparently that's one and the same. They are the same. Yes. So you have to upload it. You have to be an Amazon influencer. So first of all, that's like the first barrier to entry. There's two, two things of Amazon. There's Amazon associates, which pretty much anyone can be. You just have to have a website. You could create a website today. And if you're an Amazon associate, you share your link on social media and you can make income. So that's not product review videos. That's just sharing a link and then, and you could make a video, but it's just sharing a link. And then you actually get a higher commission for anything you are posting on social media or sharing because you're bringing people to Amazon. And then on the Amazon influencer program, there's what's called a shoppable video or a video review. Same idea. What you have to do to even get that is you've been approved for the Amazon influencer program. And then you have to post three videos. And they have to be approved. And once those three have been approved for what's called on-site placement, then you're able to earn commission when people are on Amazon shopping and they watch your video. This is where I'm like adjusting in my seat and I'm trying to stop myself from just bombarding you with questions, right? Bombard. So I mean, I'm a okay. you know, former news reporter. I can handle it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm coming at this from just, I have a pretty massive community of Amazon sellers and I have some people that. And I don't think if I asked them who here is an Amazon influencer, or who here is an influencer, I don't think anyone would have raised their hand. Um, however, there are people that get giddy whenever they think about, I could create a business around reviewing products that I love and use. So is it, what is an influencer in your, in your own words? How could somebody get into the Amazon influencer program? Is that, is that a thing? And 
And yeah, what, yeah, let's, let's start there. Let's start there. Okay. Otherwise, it's going to unpack. So first of all, what is an influencer? Well, for the longest time, I hated that word. I think like 99% of the population does. Um, I was so turned off by the word influencer. I never even told people I was an Amazon influencer. I would just say, you know, I do product review videos and, and I'm a content creator. Um, just recently, I now say I'm an Amazon influencer. Like I'm like, I'll own the title. But for whatever reason, I was very hesitant to, to say that word influencer. And even still to this day with my social media, I don't have a huge following. Like I don't necessarily consider myself a like quote unquote influencer. Um, but I guess an influencer is anyone who maybe influences a decision, right? So if I'm helping guide people to buy something or maybe not buy something, I'm influencing that. Um, and then how to get into the program. So Amazon is super vague about how much of a following you need, what, what it is. And they do that on purpose, I think, because then they can kind of decide what they want to do on a whim at any time. Um, so my only suggestion is just try applying and see if you qualify. Um, and if you don't keep growing your social media and, and try again. Have you seen a sweet spot that like in, in the group you're in and I'm sure the circles you're in now or someone's I've heard like, like I, I, everything and anything from like someone has 20,000 followers and gets denied. And then somebody has like 500 followers and gets approved. So I, I have no idea. And that's one thing about Amazon for being in the program. And I, I mean, I love this program. Like I am like the biggest diehard of like loving this program, but I will say you have to be so good at adapting and so flexible because Amazon changes things almost daily on us. Like you're doing one thing, you're earning great commissions. The next day, your videos disappear for like weeks on it. I mean, it's just like, you have to be able to roll with the punches. Okay. I, I, I feel like I would have added, and maybe I'm not influencer enough, but I would have added into that definition that you're also making an amount of money that allows you to go full-time, like to say, I do this full-time, right? Um, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. But there are influencers who make no money and have huge followings. <laughs> so um, right. I think that that's one thing about the influencer space that Maybe I'm coming at it from almost that non-influencer background, but there's so much smoke and mirrors and there's so many people that kind of pretend that they have, you know, that they're doing really well. And then if you were like, okay, show me your bank account, they might be in debt, you know, like, and yeah. that's really fascinating, especially with the Amazon influencer program. There's people that'll be like, I'm making, and they'll, they'll have like a really high number that they're making a month. Okay. But how much are you spending to make that? Some of them are like literally going into like, credit card debt, buying items, hoping it pays off. And I don't know, I think it's really risky. And I think it's what, what people sometimes are like, I, oh, you know, I had a 10 figure month or whatever, not 10 figure, but like, you know, like they did really, really well, but you don't know the full story. Like how much did they spend to get there? How much time have they spent on it? Cause time's money. So it's always oh, like, wow. you know, you just, you just kind of blew my mind there. I was just assuming that everyone doing this was being sent products or was just reviewing products that they 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 already owned or or, or no. bought. No. Okay, so I can talk about that a little bit. So there's um there's many ways you can do this program. So first thing that's kind of the most obvious is review everything in your house that's on Amazon. And that's what's really cool about this program is that you don't have to have bought it on Amazon. So even if you bought it at Target, but it's an Amazon product, you're able to review it. So you'd be surprised like how much in your home is actually on Amazon. And it's a lot, like 
your microwave might be on Amazon, like all kinds of items. So that's kind of the first thing you can do is really go around with what you already own. Second thing, you can get strategic. And this is where people are buying things. You can try to find items that are maybe top sellers or high ranking sellers, but they don't have a lot of influencer videos yet. And those are really hard to find because there's so many people in the program now. It's very saturated. But if you can find that, that's a great way to like boost your income. So if you buy, you know, an $8 lipstick and you're the only influencer video, you're going to do really, you might do really well, but you're also making like a dime here, a dime there. So some people are finding the really expensive items that don't have a lot of videos and investing in that. Um, which is risky. It's a gamble, but I mean, it could pay out really well. So those are the two, those are two ways. And then the third way is to be sent items. And that's mostly from um, Chinese sellers. And I do get sent a ton of stuff, a ton of stuff. And you make money on that too, because you can also charge them a fee for making a video. Well, I, I, I was going to lead into that. So you, you're also a talent in, in creating user-generated content. So I imagine you do get a lot of your items sent to you. Is that fair? Yes, but I'm not necessarily doing that for user-generated content. When they send it to me, I'm usually just doing it for my Amazon storefront and tagging their product. So it's showing do, up on the product page. And what do they get out of it? It's like a placement that shows more video that might convince they're someone getting, to buy? like control of the, yeah, they're getting more influencers doing videos on their products because- so their product is like, instead of like the Roomba, it's like the off-brand Chinese Roomba, you know, Chinese made Roomba, I should say, um, or whatever, wherever, whatever country it's made in, but it's not like the main name brand one. So they may have, you know, one, one five-star review on Amazon or like, you know, very small amount. So if somebody's searching for that, for a Roomba, they're probably, they're probably not ranking on page one. But influencer videos, and I'm not a seller, so I don't really know the ins and outs, but I think influencer videos help them rank higher so that their product is seen more. And it helps when people are trying to decide, should I buy this one that doesn't have a lot of reviews, but it's like way cheaper, or should I buy the Roomba? And then they watch some influencer videos of us showing the product and being like, hey, this works great. I love it. They're like, okay, bye. Okay, so... Well, wow, this is going to really rabbit hole because like literally every single thing you're saying is blowing my mind and making me think of like six other questions to ask. So with, with what you just said, it's funny you said Roombas. That's the example that I was thinking in my head. Now, if I, going back to how people are getting in debt and maybe they're putting up big gross number payouts, but their expenses and time in is very high. So that's that would be like if Roomba came out with a new model and I was like, I'm going to buy this immediately for the purposes of leaving a video review on it and making a commission. But I, I have sunk cost in that. Like I have, I paid for the Roomba to get it. Is that what you mean? And like, if somebody could do that for almost all their reviews, you could easily spend $10,000 a month. Oh, easily. Yeah. My recommendation and people, and people do do things like that. Um, There's some people are really good at researching the product. And I think that is, that is a way to, to advance in the program. Um, if you don't already own a lot of like nice things, cause you know, not everyone has like tons of expensive Amazon products at their home, especially if you're just starting out. Um, I always recommend like, don't buy something unless you genuinely kind of want it, or you want to gift it to someone, or you just have, you know, uh, so much money that it doesn't matter because there is no guarantee you'll ever make your money back on it. 
Like you might think you're the only one. And then like 10 other influencers might also be doing the same thing. So there's just no guarantee. Two, two, two things I think are going to help with knowledge. Maybe you can answer. Um, one of them is that Facebook group. Is it private? Can other people join it um, that you mentioned? There's a ton you still of, a lot of value so, from it? Yeah, there's tons of Facebook groups. You just have to be an Amazon influencer and just fa- like go to Facebook and just put like Amazon influencer, like creator program and stuff like that. You'll find them. I don't run any of them. I have a deals group. If anyone wants to join a deals group, I run sure, that with plug it. friends. Yeah. So we have one on Facebook and you can just put it in the show notes. I'll give you the link, but that because we're on Amazon all day, every day, there's a few of us that kind of teamed up and we post like the best deals on Amazon. So when things are like on lightning deal or um, just cool products we found that we like, we'll post them in this group. So if you're looking for like the cheap items, we find them when they go like the good items when they go on sale. This might be the hug of death with my group because you're going to have some that are not interested in the influencer program and they're just like, well, we want to just buy deals and flip them. Oh, perfect. Come to this page. We are showing you the cheapest stuff and we're adding <laughs> promo codes when we have them because we get access to promo codes that sometimes other people don't. Sweet. So. And what about, you, you mentioned finding the right products that are hot sellers, but that don't have many influencer video reviews. Is there a software or any software you recommend that can help you discover those? Um, there are different ones out there that I know of. There's, it's hard to discover them. I mean, I don't know. I I've seen a few. Okay. So there's one, there's, I tested one called Fluencer Fruit. Um, you can pay for that. And then there's one that's free right now, I think, um, called Spies On, Spy On, Spies On. I'm sorry. I'm not like being like an expert on them, but you can use a lot of that. And then you can also like kind of do it like yourself. Like you can scroll and see videos and you kind of start figuring out now that all said i sometimes have bought things that are super popular items that i just personally want for my own house or whatever and made a video and i start ranking on it so it's not to say that just because it's popular you shouldn't buy it because you never know your video might get to that top spot and sometimes when you make a video they like I don't know if they're testing your video or what, but like, you'll just get in the top spot for a while. So you just never know. It's that's why I say it's a gamble because you never know if your video is going to show or not show. That's a really good point. Sometimes it never shows. Is that what you're saying? Sometimes it never shows. Never. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I've literally seen ones where I, I'm like the only influencer video that I thought, and then I, it never shows up. So you just don't know um, what's going to happen or not happen. And things change, like I said earlier. So for a while on your cell phone, when you would scroll on Amazon, you'd be able to see all of our influencer videos. Well, now our influencer videos are at the very bottom. I'm talking like you have to scroll through every customer review. And if you still are scrolling, because who does that at the very, 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 very bottom is the influencer videos on, on cell phones, on mobile. So, and that, unfortunately went away. Um, they've been testing that for a while and sometimes they, they put them back on and we'll see like a huge jump in our sales. But for the most part, that's, you just, there's no guarantee of of your videos having placement. So something I noticed, and, and maybe you can clarify or confirm is that depending on talking to other sellers and say somebody's in California, I'm in Miami and we're looking on Amazon with the same search terms, we find that the order of the videos that show up on the listing are different based on where you're searching. 
Yeah, I think that's part of, I mean, I think Amazon can kind of test, it does a lot of like A-B testing on a lot of things. And again, I don't know this for a fact because I don't work there, but um, yeah, different people see different things on the carousel of videos. So you might be in the top spot on somebody's computer, but then on my own, I can't see my own video in the top spot. So you just don't know what, the only way I know when my videos are doing well is because I look at my data every single day and I'll see what's selling and I'll be like, oh, sweet. I'm I'm being shown. And then all of a sudden that money's gone or it's just like, you know, a week or so of no, not a single one. And it's like, I've been rotated out of the carousel and you don't just like get back. Like there's little things you can maybe do, like change your title. I don't know, but it's not share, that. Easy. Share. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a couple of things I've tried, um, but it's not that easy. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to like change the thumbnail and get right back in, or I'm going to change the title and it's going to go right back to the top spot. That just doesn't happen. But um, sometimes you can kind of refresh it. Um, I've done that before. I don't know if what, that's what, allowed or not, but it's just like changing the title out. What, what do you think about, you mentioned thumbnails and there's a debate I'm hearing amongst people like take a picture of the product, use it as a thumbnail, create a, a more uh, produced thumbnail. Or just go with the random image, which sometimes is very random that, that Amazon will use as kind of what shows what, where, where are you on that? So I never use the, I mean, the only time I use the random image, if it's like kind of a, not a throwaway video, but like, let's say I just did like a protein bar or I'm just like, I'm just cranking out content today and just throwing it on my storefront. Like, then I might just be like, okay, that random image looks good enough. Submit. But for the most part, I make a really nice thumbnail. Like I try to do um, a photo of myself with the product, uh, usually holding it or, or like smiling or sometimes if it's just the product or if I'm going fast, because I'm trying to put as many videos up as possible. Like, I mean, as many a day. So sometimes I will like, look, if I'm not on camera or like that day, my hair and makeup's not done, I will just like put a thumbs up like with the product. Um which I don't think those are the best thumbnails, but I think there's a lot of debate of what works and what doesn't work. But I do find if you're smiling in the photo, I don't know. I think people are more apt to click on it. Did you notice a big difference when you started doing thumbnails like that um, versus um, not? Or have you always approached it, it that way? It's hard to know because Amazon changes things so much. So you never know, like, was it my thumbnail that made a difference or did they just like make our videos show in more places? Um, but I, I do think, um, yeah, I, I think having a thumbnail for me works really well. And I know like being offered a lot of products, people always ask me like, can you make a cool thumbnail? Like they'll, they'll request that. So I think they know like when they work with me, you're going to get like a nice thumbnail image. What, what about the pricier electronic type stuff? I, I was looking at one and everyone in the group seems to think that just avoid wasting your time doing one of those because the competition is so fierce with influencer videos on like there's this Chave uh, fog machine, like DJ fog machine that I have from a different business, which is dance studios. And I was like, man, this would be a super cool video showing the fog coming out of the machine. And um, I noticed when I looked at the influencer videos on that listing that they were a lot more produced than the, the one-off you know, iPhone video with no video skills that I could potentially create. Uh, do you avoid those? Or you're like, that's an opportunity. I might rotate into the box and get money. 
I don't avoid anything, especially if it's a high priced item. I'm like, go for it. Now, the one that's really produced, are you sure it was an influencer video? Because it could have been the merchant video. I'm not 100% sure how to tell the difference. Is there one? But I think it was an influencer video. Okay. So if it's just like a name, there's here's how you know if your video is an influencer video or not. So if it's the storefront name, it will say their storefront name. If it's the influencer, it will say like the influencer's whatever their storefront name is. So mine's only the best. You'll see only the best. And then if it's a customer, it will say customer review. Now, some people get tricky and I've seen influencers calling themselves customer review. And I thought that's real shady. Um, <laughs> but it's like people get like real like tricky on how they're or they'll say like I saw a storefront where it was called Amazon, Amazon customer. I was like, gosh, I mean, you're an influencer. Like, anyways, don't do that. That's my point. Don't do that stuff. But um, if it's really well produced, it might have been the actual merchant video. Um, or it could just be influencers that are like, let's make a really good video on this. So I think there's there's both. And I would say never limit yourself. I mean, I think that you know that in life, like don't limit yourself. You might as well try. I mean, it's gonna take you, you know, take you an hour to do a video. Well, cool, do it. So, so I'm looking at it now with what you just said in mind on another uh, tab open on my screen, and it's a section for videos for this product that has one, then it has another section, customer review videos, like you just mentioned. Would there be another? And then there, that's it. That's There's it. One video in each. So would there be another one that says influencer or? No, it never says influencer. Um, and the influencer videos usually show up mixed in with the customer videos and the merchant videos. So that's, it's kind of like, you got to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would totally do that video. You just, you just never know. You might be the only influencer video actually. And then you might rank. <laughs> yeah, I know. What was the name of the product? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, what goes in, like, what's an average day for an Amazon influencer look like? You do this full time. So when I hear that, I think 40 hours a week. Um, yeah, that's just and I probably need 40 hours, but I will say I am also a mom of two little girls that are in preschool, one about to go to kindergarten. And so I do uh, one day a week where I have them, like we all, we just go to like Legoland and SeaWorld and all the fun things. So I'm only working right now, Monday through Thursday, full, full time. But I also, why well, I say it's 40 hours and probably then some, I never stop. Like I'm on weekends, I'm still filming. I'm, I'm not like okay, I'm going to, mom's going to go in a room now and do it. But like my kids will be playing and I'm like, you know, constant, like they're at the trampoline park having fun. I'm on my phone, like uploading videos. So I think that's very like almost all entrepreneurs. Like you're always kind of like finding ways to like work a little more. Um, at least I am. It's not like a desk job where it's like I clock in, I clock out. Like I'm up till midnight sometimes like up, just updating stuff and uploading videos and all that fun things. Um, but yeah, so a typical day. So if I'm filming, I, I mean, I batch. So like I'll film as many things as possible. Um, a lot of things How get many? sent to me. So I have my list of like when it was sent. So I try to go in order so that I'm getting them back to them as fast as possible. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm filming. I, I might change my outfit like 10 times in a day. It depends like what I'm doing. Um, but tons of filming. And then the days that I'm usually not filming, I'm editing. So I'll just sit and like edit all day long. And I try to do what's called shoot to edit. That's like a news reporter thing. Um, so it's just, I try to make sure like 
I do it in one take, or I, if I have multiple takes, cause it's a very, you know, in-depth demo that I'm, I know like my storyline so I can edit it fast. Um, the last thing I want to do is like sit and work on a video all day. So it's just as fast as I can, I'm getting them done. And then my husband will sometimes do videos, um, for me on the, cause he can do videos too on my page and his videos are like, he'll send me like 30 minutes of B-roll and I'm like, Ugh. Like, <laughs> I do mine in like, maybe the max is like five minutes of, of takes and B-roll, but he's really a different style. But, and I'll do, my videos are usually like a minute to maybe two minutes and he'll do like an eight minute video. But that said, this is what's really interesting. Sometimes his longer videos do better than my shorter videos. So there is no like do it this amount and that's what's going to work. It really depends on the product. So I think some products deserve a longer review. People want to know the ins, the outs. And some products, people just want to be like, what does it look like? Does it work? Should I get it? I'm like making all these freaking notes right here. So that like the listeners don't, uh, uh, don't bombard me with, uh, why didn't you ask this? So my, my wife is is super fascinated with this program. I, I this scratches like the itch, the business itch for me. So it's like, oh my god, my wife and I are going to be able to do some cool stuff together. By the way, our kids are five and three. My son's oh, cool. five, oh, and my daughter's three. Me. So I have a okay. five and three. Yeah. So I totally get like that. You 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 have to like stop work for a little while, even though your mind really never stops. Uh, that that's another episode in and of itself. So, wow. So you edit everything yourself. You shoot everything yourself. Do you have any team? Like, is there any virtual assistant that you've hired or? Because mm -mm, I don't want it like dipping into my prop, my profits right now. Um, I think eventually, I, I mean, I would love to probably like offload my videos for editing, but I, because I can do it fast enough, I'm okay with being like my one person team right now. The only team I have is I have a couple people that like, help me, um, they'll film some stuff for me. So if like, there's a product that I don't want to take on, I might reach out. I have two friends that I'll reach out to and be like, Hey, do you guys want this? And then I'll send it to them and they'll do a video on it. But, um, otherwise it's just a, it's like a small, it's, it's kind of like a one woman operation over here. Well, what about the, the tools you use? A tripod, smartphone, Premiere yep. Pro? So Is I that about my, it? I use my, um, right now iPhone 14 Pro. I unfortunately dropped the other day and it has like lines down the front, but I'm going to get it fixed. Um, so I used, I use mostly, I film on my phone. Sometimes I'll film on my laptop um, live stream. So I do live stream sometimes with Amazon live. Still, I learned how to make more than 50 cents. Um, although some days I make zero. So <laughs> the live stream world, the, there's a whole nother episode with that. Amazon live is definitely an opportunity. It's just, it, it's, it's a tough cookie to crack. And I have not cracked that one wide open yet. I find that the shoppable videos are more profitable. So I use, okay, so I use my phone. I will sometimes edit on my phone using CapCut, but for the most part, I airdrop my stuff over to my laptop and I'm using iMovie to knock out that editing. And then I'm trying to post mostly from my desktop. Um, and then I also take every single video I do and I put it on YouTube. And I do that because it copyrights it on YouTube because there's a lot of stolen videos with the Amazon influencer program. People steal your videos what? all the time. Oh yeah. Constantly, constantly. Yeah. And they'll upload oh, it, you're in it. They take your video of you 
Yeah. And, and my kids like sometimes it. and claim it as their own. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, so we can talk about that for a minute. So on YouTube, you can, if you do it first, basically they, they can't post it too. Cause then there'd be a copyright. Um, so that's one thing I do. And you can make money a little bit on YouTube. Now, second thing on Amazon. So when a lot of the brokers and sellers send me stuff, especially like the lower end, um, I was working a lot of like Facebook brokers. So like they find you on Facebook and they're like, you know, do you want to do these products, these products? Well, I was finding so many of those videos I did. The seller would download my video and upload it as their own, which meant I got $0 in commission ever because my own video was like ahead of my own video, if that makes sense. Amazon has a thing that you can hit report and you have to send in a sheet, um, like a you download a, a sheet, a PDF or whatever, and you have to fill it out and you have to say like, they stole my video, here's my link, here's their link. And then Amazon removes that stolen video. It takes time and effort, but I have reported over like probably over 150 stolen videos, maybe more, probably like 200 to 300 stolen videos. To put that in perspective, how many videos have you posted to date roughly in the Amazon? So I have influence? probably like 2,000, yeah. 2,500 videos. So I have a lot what? of videos. Yeah, I told you I do a lot of content, um, but a lot of stolen videos. So I actually have a list of like, not all the ones, if it's a product, like let's say it's my Stanley, and I just, uh, I bought this myself and I upload it. I'm not that, I'm not concerned that Stanley's going to go steal my video. Rarely happens. But when people send me stuff, I have a whole list and I will go back every like so often and I will check in and just check and see, did they steal my video? And it happens so often. And I don't even like contact them. I just report it straight to Amazon. I'm like, boom, copyright strike. Do, do, do you have a specific niche you like to focus on? Like, just, you know, don't send me these products. I don't want to do reviews on them. Or do you go really wide? I do go wide, but I mean, for me personally, I love like the beauty, the fashion, the home lifestyle, kid products. Um, my kids benefit probably more than I do. Like they get the coolest stuff. We've been sent a giant trampoline, um, all the, you know, those little like cool Mercedes drive-in cars, like they get really cool things. Like I haven't, I didn't buy them any Christmas gifts at all. Um, <laughs> and I can reach out to some brands and be like, Hey, like, you know, I reached out to Melissa and Doug and was like, I'd be happy to, my girls wanted like these little dolls. And I just said, Hey, can I do the doll video for you on Amazon? And they sent me all the stuff. So that's a huge benefit. I don't buy kids birthday party toys. Cause I'm like, Demo video, we've demoed it once. It's open box, but we're going to gift it on. And I make sure that my kids, because we have the same age kids, three and five, um, for a while they were getting like literally a new toy every week. And I would have them sit down and play with it. And I try to never make my kids, they're not acting like there's no forced. It's just very organic. Like here's a new toy. And then I get their reaction and they're playing with it. And then it is more work for me because I have to voice over it. I have to edit it. Um, but I'm like, they benefit, you know, I don't have to buy toys, but I didn't want them to become spoiled brats either. So I always make sure that they know, like we give every, we give a lot of stuff. We call it giving it to a new baby. Um, so we're constantly like, what do you want to give to a new baby? So they don't keep, they don't keep most, a lot of the stuff. We donate a lot. Okay. I want, I want to talk about the kid one, the, the okay. kid area for, for, for a second, yeah. because there was there, there was a lot of question as to whether kids could appear in 
uh, in a video, in a, what we call a shoppable video, could they appear yeah. at all in a shoppable video, even in the background, or could they even be, I'm going to call it the main actor, if you will, in, in that video, say for a kid's product. Absolutely. Um, so my kids have my, been in a ton of my videos. Um, they can absolutely appear if a kid is under 12, a parent or an adult, I should say an adult, doesn't even have to be a parent, needs to appear. And that I think like I'll have sometimes my hand appear, you know, I'm like, here's the product. I'm not necessarily in it, like sitting down with them playing with the toy. Um, and that's been, that seems to be okay. I have had like one video rejected where it said like, you know, they, there wasn't an adult present. And I'm like, but clearly I'm like holding the phone and moving and talking. You can hear my voice. But so I think if you want to play it really, really safe, like just pop in the video too, like whether you know, you put it on the ring light and then you just like, jump in there with your kids and be like, this looks cool or whatever. Um, but yeah, you should have an adult present. And the only other big thing is um, swimwear. So ideally you want to have your kids in like the rash guard style, like shirt. Um, and like for my daughters, you know, it's like little kid bathing suits. It seems really harmless, but I actually do appreciate Amazon for this rule because I think it's kind of good to protect the kids from like the creepers out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, so I try to make sure that they're wearing like, like a skirt, a swimsuit or the like shorts. As covered, as covered as much as possible. Covered as much as possible. And I, and like, I've actually had, so we had a stand up paddleboard. We have two stand up paddleboards and we were doing a video. My husband, you know, is down by our, the lagoon we're near and he's just in his board shorts and it got denied, rejected for um, sexual content, which is like, okay, <laughs> Amazon, but it's because his, you know, his nipples were showing because he's not wearing a shirt. So now I'm like, Jerry, you're too sexy for Amazon. You better put that shirt on. So um, those if are just that happened to my wife. Out. I would have framed mine. Oh, right. I know. Um, so, and it's funny because sometimes things will get rejected for like the silliest reasons. Um, like we'll say you gave medical advice when you did a story about like composting bags. Like I've learned you can't say the word compost. Like who would have known? <laughs> I'm literally doing a video on composting bags, but you can't say that word. So you have to be really creative. Like I'll have to say things like eco-friendly, you know, um, and so it's, it is interesting what, what gets denied, what doesn't. One more on the, on the kids stuff, because you have yeah. experience with YouTube and as an Amazon influencer. So my wife has a channel called Angelina y Carlos, which is a YouTube channel about our kids okay. and she loves it. It takes a lot of time to do. Um, there's a lot of competition on YouTube as far as like to get, you know, get the attention of brands to want to do any kind of brand deals or sponsorships. Do you think the Amazon influencer program could be an easier way? um, to get their attention and then sort of parlay that onto YouTube, or do you feel like they're just two totally different things? Um, hundred percent easier. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten any brand deals from YouTube per se with my kids, but it is, I could probably nonstop do videos sent to me of kids stuff. Um, especially if your kids are cute. Um, <laughs> and you do well, you do good videos, you know, you want to make sure your videos are informational as well. Like it's not just my kids playing. I try to also like give some opinion on the product too. Um, yeah, I, I do think like sometimes though, I, I will say this, like I'm not getting paid a ton to do the videos by the brands. It's more like, I'm like, Hey, that product would be cool for my kids. So I think that's something to think about. Um, and I don't know, maybe on YouTube they pay more, but I'm not making like a ton of money, but I'm like, well, I didn't have to buy X, Y, Z, you know, whatever it is. 
Right. What, what about language? Are, are there any other languages besides English that these videos can be in? Um, probably. I, I think English is going to be your main one if you're the Amazon Influencer USA program. But I, I know it's in other countries too. So oh, it if, is. Yeah, you can apply in other countries. Oh, I didn't know that. You can't, I guess it's like harder to get tab. stuff sent to you, I've heard. Like if you're in like the UK or different places, because most of these sellers, it's easier for them to send to America. But yeah, you can be Amazon Influencer Canada. Um, different, I think it's global. Well, let's let's talk a bit about the type of video you get because well one well this is two questions one can you do multiple shoppable videos for the same product and the other one would be what works better an unboxing a demo of this thing in real life or just sitting around and in the wild sort of like if it's a if it's a bathing suit this is the bathing suit actually going into the ocean Gotcha. So um, yes, so the first, you can do multiple videos on the same product. And I've definitely done that. There's also a big debate right now of horizontal versus vertical videos and what does better. So you can shoot a product two different times, one time doing a vertical video and one time doing a horizontal video. So sometimes I'll do a horizontal video, which is like my main product review video. And then I'll do a vertical that's like a quick, you know, 15 seconds, just like almost like a reel, like more of like what you would see on social media. So there's a lot of debate on which one works better. And then how, the style or like how to do it. Should you do an unboxing? Should you do, you know, seeing it in the wild? Um, totally up to you. I, I, I think there's no like this is what works every time. Unboxing, I will say, like get to the product fast. I don't think anyone wants to see your box for like more than like two seconds. Um, it's not like YouTube where I think on YouTube, people like enjoy like what's in the box, you know, um, Amazon, they're there because they're like, they're looking at your video because they just want to know, like, should I buy this? So they don't care. Like, don't, I, I don't even say my name usually. I mean, every now and then I'll be like, Hey, what's up? You know, but for the most part, I'm like, just right into the product. Um, and then uh, if you were sent it, you have to disclose that. So I always start with, I was sent this, blah, blah, blah. Um, so always disclose that you were sent things. That's like a really big deal. What, what about social mentions? Because you're, you're on other social channels. Can you have- Yeah, like I don't mention it ever. No call to action. No, you don't want to ever pull people away from Amazon. Amazon does not like that. So on your Amazon storefront, you actually get it to put your socials there. So I have my, I think it's only your Facebook and your, I don't know if my YouTube's on there. I'll have to check, but I know my Instagram's there. Um, and probably I could add a TikTok. I'm not big on TikTok. <laughs> I don't really do that. But anyways, um, but you don't want to be like, follow me on X on all these other things. That's like a big no, no. I think you could get kicked out of the program for that. So I never like, you don't want to tell people to go to your website, go to your blog, none of that. The only time you can do that is Amazon live. You're actually allowed on Amazon live to, to tell people, Hey, follow me on my socials. The, I, I want to touch as we're getting towards the end of this, I want to touch on pro, like the production and like different areas of this. So you, you touched on, you get ready. There might be wardrobe changes. You shoot a lot of video. Um, you get a lot of ang 
certain goals, you try to get it. What did you, what did you call it? That was super cool. Shoot what you said, edit. like shoot to, shoot shoot to edit. To edit. Yep. I feel like I try to do podcasts that way too, without a whole yes. bunch of like chopping up afterwards. Okay. So sh you shoot to edit. That's great. And what about the pre? Like what sort of preparation are you making from the time you decided I'm going to do a video on this, or I've received this video, this product for a video? Are you scripting? Are you like, what do you, what's the preparation look like? Yeah, very little prep. I'm more of like, go, <laughs> um, I don't script anything. So nothing scripted. I will, if I've been sent a product, I will jump on the product page and familiarize myself with the product for sure. And maybe even see like what other people have done for their videos, just so I know. And actually that's super helpful because sometimes I'm like, how do I work this robot vacuum? Let me watch someone else's video. And then it's like, okay, they just gave me all the info. Thank you very much, other person. And I will hit a like on their video because you can like people's videos. So I do what? like people's videos all the time. Um, but yeah, no, not a ton of prep. The only thing that, I mean, for me, you'd say what kind of things do I like and not like? I forgot. I didn't really mention this, but I have like the least mechanical brain. I'm more of a creative. So when people send me things that need to be set up, I always make my husband do the setup. And I'll usually, I'll, sometimes we'll both be in the video. Like he's setting up the patio umbrella and then I'll talk about why I like it. But it will take me hours to set up something that he can do in 15 minutes. So that's the only time when there's like some sort of prep is like, me sometimes being sent things that I said yes to, or like some sort of technology where I'm like, oh man, I got to like actually use this and learn it really fast. But otherwise I'm very honest in my reviews. I will say like, I was just sent this and this is my first time using it. This is what I'm finding. I like, I'm never like, I don't want to ever lie about things. So I think that's really important. Like if you have literally just used something for the very first time, maybe disclose that. Like, you don't want to be like, I love this. This has changed my life. When you just open the box like today. Um, and also if I don't like something, I mention it. <laughs> so if it's something that I own, that type of thing, I will absolutely say like, this is what could be improved or X, Y, Z. If it's something that someone sent me and it's like, so bad that I don't want to put my name to it. I will contact them and I will say, Hey, this is defective. Or like, is it supposed to do this? And if it's broken, sometimes they'll send you another one, which has happened to me. I actually got like three vacuums sent to me because they kept glitching. And then at the end of the day, I was like, it's still glitching. Do you want me to mention this in the video? Cause I'm going to mention it. And they said, no. And I said, okay, um, and I don't know if I should say this on a podcast, but I had a kill fee. I just said, okay, you know, pay me X, Y, Z for my time and I won't post a video. So they did that. So, I mean, be honest. I think that's like the key is don't just like, you don't want people to buy something and return it because it's actually going to deduct money from your account when they return. So if it's not worth your time, move on. Like, don't, don't do it if it's like a bad, and you also don't want to like go on Amazon. Like sometimes you're tempted, I've been tempted to be like, this is such a bad product. I just want to like, you know, you just want to bash it kind of, there's no value in that. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't waste your time doing that. And Amazon doesn't want that either. They want things that add value to the buyer. So. I think you just answered this, but I'm just going to ask it a different way. So the robot vacuum. Yeah. To, to, to you have, I guess you have two options when you receive this thing, you get the robot vacuum and you're like, Oh, I can assemble this. I can set it up. I can put the app on and I can do all that. Or I do a video holding this thing and I'm like, look, just received this. I'm so excited. A friend of mine has one and it's great. Which one do you fall on the actual taking it apart and setting it up and oh, 100%. showing it in your house? Set it up. Yes. That, there's like, 
very little value of just being like, I got this. It's cool. Awesome. Bye. Um, set it up. If it's anything that like does something, a demo. Absolutely. If I do makeup, I'm putting it on my face. I'm never just like holding it and being like, I'm wearing this right now. I'm like bare face, no makeup. Let me show you what it looks like before and after. So if it's a robot vacuum, it's like, okay, let's assemble it. Here's how you assemble it. Let's watch it in action. Here's all the features. Here's the app on your phone. It's it's definitely all of that. Um, it, yeah, everything I can demo, I'm demoing. There's very little. If it's food, I'm eating it. Like <laughs> I'm doing it on camera because I want them to experience experience it and see it and use it as a reference too. Do do, do you make money? I don't know if that was just an example, but do you make money off of video, of, a, of a shoppable video of food? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the protein powders we use for our smoothies, sold a ton of that. Um, I, yeah, I've done like bags of chips before. Like, I don't know if I'm eating it. I'm one of those people that is constantly, because I'm doing this so much, everything is an opportunity to me. So I am always like, is this on Amazon? And you can check. I have my app on my phone. I can check things so fast. Little insider tip. There's a thing called Amazon Lens. And there's a button you push. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's on your search bar. And you can take a photo of something that's in front of you, like let's say a light fixture, and it will show you if it's on Amazon. So that like opens your world to like things you don't even think of to film. So I will use that button all the time, especially if I'm at my friend's houses and I'm like, hey, you guys cool if I film some of your stuff? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll just like walk around their house and be like, what's on Amazon? One of the intimidating things I've heard you say was the editing or somebody that knows nothing about video editing. How, did you have prior video editing experience and how much of your week is editing? Yeah. So editing, it, it does make a difference. It's the difference between a very amateur video and a nice video. I would say that said, if you can do something in one take, because it doesn't require a lot of setup, like let's say I'm just talking about a tumbler. I can do this in one take. I don't need to like show it filling water. I can just talk about it in one take. So if you can do one take and you're not good at editing, go for it. Like just make sure you trim the edges then so that you start right at the very beginning. There's no dead space. And then you end right at the very end. There's no like you reaching for the camera and turning it off or anything like that. Um, I think we also mentioned equipment. I didn't mention, I have a ton of lights. So I do um, multiple ring lights. I have like one that I take with me if I'm going outside and then in studio, I made like an office for myself, like a little studio and I have two box lights on either side of me. Um, that's so that's, about that's it. where you're at now. That's where I'm at right now. And then it, usually I change out my backdrop. So I have, I haven't set it up. We just moved houses. So I'm like very like, my stuff is everywhere, but yeah, I'll change out my backdrop too. So I'll film, I film all over my house. I film like in my office and then I film, we have a pool, film outside. I just, I'm always kind of changing where it is, where the location is. And um, what was the other question? You had asked something really good. And then I went on that tangent. About, about editing. Oh, editing. Okay. So if you've never edited, um, try CapCut. It's really easy. I use it all the time. And that was an easy one for me to learn. And then iMovie, if you have a Mac, very easy to learn. Watch some YouTube tutorials on it. You'll be fine. I did have experience editing from my news days. So I knew how to edit on Final Cut Pro. But once you know how to edit, you can kind of teach yourself. Um, it does. Some people love editing. Some people that is like the most fun part for me. That's the least fun part. I love filming. So I love the part where I'm like on camera talking, being creative. Um, and some people love the part where they're editing. 
So it just depends like what you love. Okay. I, I have two more questions. Yeah. One of them, um, one of them is going to be, and obviously you do not have to disclose yours, but one thing everyone's going to want to know is the money. Like okay. what are the possibilities around the money? And the first thing I want to ask you though, is what, since I'm a total noob at this, this topic, what are some really important questions or pitfalls that I didn't ask about, or you hear that are being shared as like, you should do this to do that. And you know, in your experience, this is not good. This is going to get you in trouble in the long run. It might even be holding you back from the full potential of this program. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we'll do the money last. So we'll give people a reason to stick around. Um, (laughs) So potential pitfalls, um, Amazon terms of service are like, there's a ton and they're real. Like they will kick you out of the program if you break the rules. And I think that a lot of people, there's been a lot of talk about the Amazon influencer program. And there's been a lot of like people that see this as like, it's the easiest money you'll make. And it's like a money grab. Well, first of all, I don't think it's the easiest money you'll make. You do have to do the work. Like I, I work at it and people that say it's the easiest money they make. I think they're just trying to sell a course. Like I really don't believe them. I think that they're, they're trying to monetize on people. Um, that's, that's my opinion. They can come at me if they want, but there's been a lot of a new influx and maybe it's been there before, but I've seen a lot of people that are trying to like come at this, like kind of sleazy and just find every gray area and take it. Like, I don't know, just kind of cheating the system, if you will, like going to Home Depot and filming like a lawnmower when they a hundred percent don't own it. And it's like chained up at Home Depot. And it's amazing that Amazon even allows that kind of video. It will be taken off. Their account will be shut down, but, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. And Amazon doesn't pay you for 60 days. So maybe any money they earn, they never see it. But I'm like, I can't believe people get away with that stuff and, and think that that's okay. And they'll even say like, I love this lawnmower. And it's like, you don't own that. You don't even, you've never even used that lawnmower. <laughs> so I think that's, that's like kind of, don't do that. Don't, don't even go into stores, like just avoid that. Um, and be honest, I think that's important. There's been, there's been things where people are just like editing photos of a product, but again, they're not holding the product. They don't own the product. They maybe are just taking photos from the internet. Not cool. Don't do that. Um, yeah. I just think don't, don't go at this as like, how can I con the system? Um, go at this as like, this is an amazing opportunity and do it right and put in the effort and put in the time and it will pay you back. If you want to side hustle this, cool. You're not going to make as much money, but that's still great. You might get some extra income, you know, to pay for groceries or a couple hundred bucks a month. Awesome. Like that's super cool. But if you want to go like all in, there's so much potential. And I think that's, what's exciting for me too, is like, I'm not at the top of my potential at all. Like I'm still trying to learn and grow and everything. So, um, okay. So now lead into money. Um, so I started January, 2022 when I started zero dollars. Um, you know, I'd made that 50 cents before on <laughs> an Amazon live, but you don't even get paid. I think unless you tell $15. So I never saw that 50 cents. So I started that and started making some money. I think the next month I made like 900 and I was like, okay, this is exciting. Like, let's go. And then it was like 3000 the next month. And I'm like, this is exciting. And then within six months I was making 10,000 a month, which was like super cool. What? Um, Yeah. So that was super cool. Now that said, not every month am I making my 10K because it's Amazon just like changes things constantly. It ebbs, it flows. But 
Um, some months I do really, really well. And some months I'm filling my, my um, time also with some freelance videos. Like I do the UGC. Um, I'm, you know, there's just like, it's like all together. So it's not like the 10 K is all just my Amazon commissions. Um, it's kind of like a big pot of like sponsorship. People have paid me to do videos. It's all like together. And sometimes like some months I take on a lot of products where people are paying me. And some months I don't take on a lot of products because I'm like, I'm busy or we're traveling. So it just kind of depends, but it's been a huge blessing. Like I love this program so much, but I, I really think I'm the tip of the iceberg. Like there's people that are making like, um, like 40,000 a month. Like that's the dream. That'd be amazing. Um, so I'm not there yet, but I'm just plugging away and I'm doing it, you know, following the terms of service. Cause once you're kicked out, it's not easy to get back in. So don't, don't do the gray area. Well, first of all, like congratulations, like kudos for you for being so transparent and, 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 and the process for you and, and what you're making with it. That's a, that's a heck of an achievement. That's, I know, I know a lot of people that have never made that much in, in their life. Um, oh, I make more now business. than I did as a journalist ever, ever. And, um, oh, great point. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, but it's not, it's not the easy, it's still work. Like I really do work at it and I'm still trying to grow my social media. So yeah, I would love a follow on my Amazon storefront and my social media. Like I'm not an expert at all in social media. Um, so it's hard. And I'm trying to have like, you always want other buckets. Like don't always put all your eggs in the Amazon basket. Like we also have our company and I also live sell once a week at a fashion boutique locally. Like I have other things I'm doing. Um, beyond just Amazon, but that money that I've I've been earning, I'm not in. I'm not one of those people that's buying expensive products. So like my net is still really really good. Um, if I'm buying things that are expensive, it's because I actually want them for my life. Like I need you know a new whatever, a new microwave or something like that. Um, but yeah. Let me, let me pick apart that, what you shared. So month one, almost nothing month two, 900. What was the difference? Like how many videos did you put up? How many of them were like indexing at that time? Gosh, cranking out content. So there were days where I would do like 10 to 20 videos a day, just okay. nonstop. And I'm very efficient. And like I said, I'm a one person show, so I'm not paying someone to do any of that stuff. Um, so again, if you pay someone, maybe you can make more, but now you're going to make less. So that's just something to think about is, could you do it on your own or do you need a team? Um, and maybe you do need a team and that's totally fine. You can have a team, like, tell me how it goes. Maybe I need a team. So yeah, I, I still, I'm posting as many videos as possible and I'm always doing new content. So some people I think will post, you know, 50 videos and then they don't touch the program for a long time and they'll see like their money just dwindles dwindles but maybe they're making a little bit because it's still having a couple videos making commission fresh content constantly so i'm always doing new reviews so it's never ending there's never a week where i'm like i have nothing to film there's never a day where i have nothing to film yeah thank you so much for your time absolutely amazing it, it exceeded all expectations that i had for the show I, I i could easily go another hour with questions but uh, let's 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 stop here to be respectful of your time. What people listening to this, um, I don't know if you have a course or is there somewhere that someone can reach out to you and like if they had information on this or, or questions about this or anything you said, um, what's the best place for somebody to reach you and learn more about what you do? 
Cool. Um, yeah, probably. Okay. So if you go to my Amazon storefront, it has all my socials, just pick whichever one you use and just send me a, a direct message. And that's probably the best way to reach me. Um, I'm not selling a course. I'm one of the few people that's probably coming on your podcast, not selling something, but I do do one-on-one private coachings here and there. So if someone is interested in that, I can absolutely do that for you to get you like ramped up. What I do is basically just give you like the real deal of like how to go from like zero on fast. Cause I feel like it did take me a long time to learn. So I'm able to like share that in one-on-one. So I'm happy to coach people if they want that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the best way to reach me. Just find me on social media and that'd be great. I'm just kind of like a normal person. <laughs> happy to send you an email back. Dying to know the answer to this. What is your favorite book and why? Okay. <laughs> um, so my favorite book is a book called Just Mercy and it was made into a movie. I don't know if you, have you heard that one, Carlos? I've not heard it. Okay. I'm writing it Put down. It on your list. It's by Brian Stevenson and it is absolutely incredible. So he is, um, he was a lawyer. He's a black man. And this was, I think in like the eighties, but he went to, I want to say it was Yale or Harvard. Um, and he moved to the deep, deep South to basically help people that were incarcerated on death row wrongly accused and get them like their lives saved. And it is the most incredible story and just, it's all true and it's still happening today. So this isn't something that just only happened. I used to be not to get political, but I used to be like totally for the death penalty was like, yeah, why would we like keep these people around? Just kill them. You know, no, 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 no. There are so many people wrongly accused on death row. Um, because of racism and stuff. It's crazy, especially in the deep South. So it really opened my eyes up to like the criminal justice system. And I've, he has a museum in Alabama and I've actually gone to the museum. It's incredible. It's like life-changing. So um, read the book or watch the movie. The movie's really good too. I just, I just looked it up. My wife and I actually watched this movie and we really enjoyed it. It was, it was so good, good right? It's like, it's, it's mind blowing what is still happening in America. And I don't live in the deep South. So I feel like I'm so far from that, but I did live in Mississippi for my very first job as a news reporter. And I mean, I was in deep South Mississippi in Greenville and there was so much racism and so much, um, so much. I, I, I just, I don't know. There's so much to learn as like a white female. So I'm, I like, love that book. Brian Stevenson's a personal hero of mine. I've never met him, but I would love to. So if he's listening. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for your time. I can't wait to release this. Um, I, I've learned a ton. This is one of the types of episodes I've, I I thought about being able to do when I started this podcast. So thank you so much. All right, now go grow your account, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I need more time in the day. That is under-